how hard was it to fucking find one of these, man? You already know. I know. You already know. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. Just kidding, I do. Um, yeah, <laughs> no. Uh, the the move the move to the new podcast recording studio has been a tough one for me. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because there are so many plentiful options at the uh, oops the other uh, recording studio. Um, such as Pat's. Uh huh. Such as Shamrock. Right down the street. Right, which are now no longer right down the street for me. Uh, I had to go to three different places. Now, mind you, I did go to a, a Win Dixie, which you know obviously is not going to have the best selection of craft beer. Uh, even so, it was a pain in the ass. Yeah, but I feel like I did find something kind of special here. Yeah, looked pretty good. I'll let you introduce that baby. Yeah, well, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Marco Dupa, the gentleman who was pontificating on his struggles to find a good craft beer for your enjoyment was Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Yay, yay. The drunk sports god could not be with us for a second consecutive week. We know you guys miss him, and we miss him too. Uh, But he's got, uh, what, photography things, and, and, you know, your boys, he's, he's trying to move up in the world. More power to him. Yeah, not stay down here with us, I yeah. guess. Ugh. Fucking bitch. Mm. But that means we get to drink beer without him. Yay! More <laughs> for us. <laughs> Tonight's brew is from the Weyerbacher Brewing Company. It's the Double Simcoe. It is a double IPA. Weighing in at a 9.0 ABV. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to have a good time tonight. This is the One Beer and Podcast. Oh, Satisfying. that Simcoe is a registered trademark. I thought it was just a type of um, hop. Huh. Isn't it? Isn't that what Simcoe is? You got the computer, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because it says registered trademark of Select Botanicals Group, LLC. Select Botanicals Group. So they like own Simcoe hops? I don't know. Let's find out. Simcoe hops. Who owns them? Yeah, you know what I meant. Yeah, I guess it is. Oh, interesting. Well, let's see. A beer hop? Simcoe? How do I identify house? Well, I, I don't know. This is kind of confusing because, yeah, I mean, there are Simcoe hops. Mm-hmm. But the word Simcoe is a registered trademark. Okay. But it, it's a registered trademark in regards to the hop, right? That's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah, that's what it looks like to me, too. Huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I I mean, it makes sense. 
uh, you know, these people getting protective about their specific hop or, you know, a specific formula or whatever. <laughs> Look at these reviews of the hop, which I don't even want to get into how stupid I think that is. Well, right. it has to be for the brewers. No, this is for the hop. This is just for the hop. No, I'm saying like the brewers give the review of the hop after putting it in their beer. So that would make more sense. You know, it's not just like people that drink a Simcoe hop beer and be like, eh, I don't really like the hop in particular. <laughs> All right, well, let me read these and you'll let you be the judge. Okay. Grab some Simcoe and a half dozen of your favorite hops, line them up, and do a blind sniff test, giving them all a score out of 10. Simcoe will be the one that not only gets a 10, but then you start eating it. What? Yeah. <laughs> and then the next person's like, so true. Oh. And then the next person's like, but it smells like cat pee. What? So I don't know what to believe. All right. Smell your beer. <laughs> it does smell pretty good. Yeah, it doesn't smell like cat pee. No, it does not. Yeah, I don't know where that comes from. I don't know where they get that cat pee smell. I have, actually haven't even. Oh, wait. No. Come on. <laughs> Clink it up. You Sorry. monster. Sorry. It's because David's missing. We just lose all of our class. <laughs> no decorum. Mm. Well, all that's, righty uh, then. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's a beer. That is a beer. Oh, man. So much to talk about. So much going on. I don't even know where to start. Uh, E3's coming up. Yep. Uh... Net neutrality was was uh, reinstated. Yeah, I think that's I think that's a pretty big fucking deal. Let's start with that. Okay. So they uh, Senate voted. Uh, I forgot the margin of what they won by or what net neutrality won by, but it was a pretty close margin. And uh, yeah, so so they voted to reinstate it. Now, I don't know. I mean, we don't we don't stay up too much on on poli- Well. We don't discuss politics on here as much as we could, mm-hmm. and we don't every really, once in a while. Yeah, dip a toe into it. I'm just really confused by this whole process in and of itself. So they just they struck it down, then Senate voted to reinstate it. Just, I, I just I I don't know. I I mean, like I mean, it's good that it's reinstated. I'm not complaining about that. Yeah, I guess uh, the final decision wasn't made yet, and then they took it to. Okay, so wait, 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 wait. The FCC wait. chairman be... uh, is the one that proposed that net neutrality be right abolished. So then, what did the House decide that they would abolish it? And the... then when the vote got to Senate, Senate then decided. Uh, you know, no? I'm not even gonna rem- gonna pretend to remember that Schoolhouse <laughs> Rock, but yeah, that sounds right. House and Senate, you know, those are two different. That's t- yeah. those are two two different yeah places I mean, in that, DC. That yeah. just makes some I, that I don't know. Take now, it to the okay, house, am look, I right? We just we just sound really really uneducated. Sorry, ignorant boys, political majors out there. Yeah, political science majors. Who, I'm so sorry. Yeah, we just we should pay more attention, especially in these especially in these trying times. Yeah, very turbulent. Uh. Uh, but yeah, so the I mean the big news is that Senate has approved overturning the FCC's net neutrality repeal. Which I mean, uh, from what I remember, when everybody was like, "Okay, call your senators. You need to do that. You need to shame them until they, you know, decide to go against this thing." Yeah. Um, 
you know, I, I remember kind of thinking of that uh, pessimistically. I mean, like, they yeah. don't care. They're in somebody's <laughs> pocket. They're going to get more money for allowing this thing to go through. And, you know, it's, it's all going to be a shit show. Yeah. But lo and behold, hey, look. It happened. I think maybe the... I mean, like, in the long run, it wouldn't pay off as much. Like, in the short term... This may seem like a victory for some people, but in the long run, I think, I mean, hopefully, I, I, you know, I don't know. These kinds of decisions get made, you know, in these backroom deals. And it's like, yeah. there has to, there has to be some kind of reason for why they would decide to overturn it. And it can't just be for the good of the people. Right. I mean, it could, but it's just so, it's amazing that in 2018, like you can't, trust a government agency to just do something for the good of the people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we're oh. always looking at it like, I right, but, but what are you getting out of this? But you know? when has politics ever not been that is my question. I mean, probably never in the history of politics, uh, uh, but yeah. I mean, as adults now that we, you know, even, even though we've proven that we don't pay attention to it Correct. as much as we could. Yeah. We're a beer e- podcast. <laughs> even in the little bit that we do pay attention to it, you know, we all have the common sense enough to know, like, yeah, there has they have to be gaining something from this deal. This it's is a, a two-way deal. It's a cliche. It's a cliche that rings true. You know, like, it, it's just one of those things, one of those uh, life truths, you know? Like, you're yeah. going to pay taxes, you're going to die, and politicians are dirty. You right. know, like, it's just right. how it works. And even if they're not, even at their best, you know, a, a politician cannot fulfill their duty by doing anything. Unless they, I don't know, kind of bend the knee in some way, you know, because if, if somebody is too against the grain, uh, too much in their own lane yeah. of wanting to be this completely independent person, uh, you know, we've seen it time and time again, they end up stalling out eventually because they don't have the support of the system, which is in place that has the money to get people in power, essentially. Right. That's the way I see it anyway. Yeah, the, the, they don't have the lobbyists behind Right. Yeah, yeah. The backers. Yeah. You know, it's it, it's very hard to uh, to break into that. Yeah. Um, I mean, except for Trump, apparently. Uh, I mean, but not really, because he was backed by the conservatives. So he was going into a system already. He true, just he, he claimed to be against these certain things like or was, to want to drain the swamp and stuff like that. But really, right he was... With him. It was on the the back of uh, conservatives. That's where he got his support. Yeah. So I mean, he's not a traditional conservative, that's for sure. But <clears throat> when it comes down to it, he was still kind of backed by that movement. Yeah. That's what got him in there. <laughs> it's funny. It's too good. Yeah. It's too good. Do I share? Yeah, I mean, we might as well at this point. We're laughing at nothing. Uh-huh. Cage side seats. Which is like a like a, a combat sports uh, blog website. They had they posted something on Twitter. Hulk Hogan apologizes to quote those few fans hurt by a few misspoken words. Oh, yeah, that's minimizing much. I mean that is that's tragic. Yeah, but the caption of the tweet or the, I guess the original tweeter is even better. Uh, sorry for calling you niggers, brother. <laughs> <laughs> That is the best. Oh, boy. That is is amazing. I mean, I gotta... I mean, see, they're they're on this... um, 
this apology tour because yeah. they're trying to they're no they're trying, trying to bring, to bring, him bring him back. him back yeah yeah, yeah we because, talked about this what like a month ago right not on the podcast I thought we did we were talking about the uh, um, uh, WrestleMania actually. Did we, did we? I thought we did. I thought we mentioned it and saying, because we were kind of catching uh, David up about wrestling. Eh, I don't know. Maybe we did. Maybe we didn't. Uh, On or off air, we ended up talking about it. I think we talked about it off air. Either way, I mean, if you've heard this, you know, whatever. I mean, we're going to talk about the same shit. <laughs> okay. Right. This is a big fucking deal, at least to me. Because, like, I, you know, I'm one of the few people who, I guess not the few people, but there's there's some of us who are like, no. Fuck him. Don't let him back in. And then there's other people who are mm-hmm. like, I love Hulk Hogan right. too much. I, you know. Oh, they're waiting to bring him back. Just let, just let him apologize. It's, uh, it's clearly a Hulk's attempt to move past the remarks, but it's also an example of why many can't. This is what he said. People know me. Hold on. <clears throat> people know me. I'm a human being like anybody else. And sometimes people make mistakes. When they do, you watch that person a little bit more closely than you did before to see what kind of person they are. They really are, brother. I just want people to judge me by my mistakes, by my actions. Fuck. Damn. <laughs> it's a cold read, okay? It's a cold that, read. That's what you wanted him to say. <laughs> Fuck. No, I want people to judge me by my mistakes. <laughs> my, yeah, that's, yeah, that was a, a Freudian slip. Not just a few misspoken words. To those few fans who feel hurt, I'm forever sorry, and I'll do whatever I can to make them feel comfortable with me, brother. That's fine. That's bullshit. He's not blaming his use of the slur or the discriminatory remarks when surrounded, which is good. Fortunately, he's still not fully owning his past statements. Yeah, I mean, he's really not <coughs> owning up to it. You know, he's not, and that's the that's like that's the shitty part about this is like he's 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 doing the mistake of downplaying it. Yeah, it's like don't don't downplay it, man. Just just own up to it. I'd rather him be like, yeah, I, I said that shit. I fucked up. I, you know. Like I'm tired of these people. Like we were talking about with the with the attorney, you know how how the how how's the this this guy who's gone viral recently for, you know, just oh, completely losing his fucking mind rant in over, New York City. Yeah, you know, I mean, it went viral. You all have heard about it, but if you haven't, a quick catch you up is this attorney loses his shit over these two um, uh, staffers at this Mexican restaurant speaking span i don't know if it was was it a mexican restaurant it doesn't no, no, matter no, it wasn't a mexican restaurant it was a uh a fresh kitchen i think ah right well either way um two hispanic uh workers were speaking spanish to each other and this guy completely loses his right. shit not even talking to him yeah they were talking to each other not even excuse me you know so yeah uh he completely he, he, loses yeah, his shit. Yeah, he, he threatens to call ICE on them, yeah. saying that they're taking his taxpayer money by being on welfare. Yeah. What's amazing is he says they're illegal immigrants mm-hmm. and then says they're taking his, he's paying for their welfare. And yeah. it's like, dude, that doesn't make, you can't, did not, uh, uh, you know, it's like. Yeah. Well, he makes, he, he makes he, lots of logical jumps here. Anyway, so. It's the same thing as that is like we we were trying to speculate on how he is going to make a career comeback uh, in the form of whatever apology apology he can think of, how he can make it sound sincere or what have you. And it's the same thing with with uh, Hulkamania. Like, you know, you want it to be sincere, but I don't know. I mean, in my opinion, it's like there's not really much that he can say in the way of an apology that would make me be like, okay, come on back in, buddy. You know what I'm saying? Like. Some shit 
you can forgive and look past and be okay with it. Other shit is like, ah, oh, man, that's how you feel. You said that right. it's not. It's not like he, like, like, uh, like if he said it in like he was like rapping a song or something, and he said it, and people were like, "Whoa, Hulk, relax." And he was like, "Oh, my bad, brother. Mm-hmm. I thought I could say it." Right. I'm friends with Booker T. That'd be one thing, but the shit he said, it's not just the fact that he said the N word. He said it in anger. He said it in, in not, and not just that. I mean, he wasn't like a, he wasn't even addressing one specific person. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that like his daughter wants to date black guys. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not, I think that's what people are losing sight of. It's not that he just used the word. People always get so up in arms about the word that they don't even look at the context mm-hmm. in which yeah, context people are is using important. it. Yep. Unless it's it's hugely important, especially right. especially with the intent of language. You know? Mm-hmm. Context is the most important thing. Yeah, for sure. And so you can't lose sight of that when these guys are popping off like mm-hmm. this and then want to turn around and apologize and say you know, it was a few misspoken words. I, I have to do the impression. Like, There's no way around it. The people want it. <laughs> uh, and to, to say, you know, a few misspoken words, like a few misspoken words. It wasn't a few misspoken no. words, my man. Like you, he, he didn't misspeak either. No, he exactly. said exactly this what was, he, he meant. This was a candid moment. Right. This was right. not an interview where he tripped up over his words or no. something. This was candid. He didn't think he was being recorded. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean... I don't I'll go on record and saying like I don't forgive you mm-hmm. and like I'm not going to support, you know, if he's at an event, I'm just not going to watch it. Yeah. Now, what if what if he you know, did a better job of apologizing for it? Owned up to it, said, "You know what? What I said was awful. Uh I own up to it. I I know I really disappointed a lot of my fans out there and hurt some of my fans." And for that, I am truly sorry. I'm, you know, I've completely reevaluated my life, uh, you know, looked at my decisions, and I'm a different person now than I was yesterday. And I, I understand if you can't forgive me, but I sincerely hope you do. I am a changed man. Um, that would be nice, but it wouldn't make a difference to me personally. So he can't do anything. No, I'm done okay. with Hulk. Right. That's it for me personally. That's it. Mm-hmm. You can't really, I don't know, you can't really come back from shit like that. I just think it was too deep of a statement. Right. He, <clears throat> I would have been just as offended if he just said, I don't want her dating black guys. Like the use of nigger is not, that obviously makes mm-hmm. it more inflammatory. Right. It's, it's the fact that he had a problem with his daughter dating black that's my issue that's the real that's really the kernel of this thing it's not the it's not the word itself necessarily though that adds to it right that makes it worse right it's the context of it's the entire conversation that he was having which is he has a problem with his daughter dating somebody based on the color of their skin yes and that's that's something i I can't forgive yeah it's like if you, you know what go ahead and feel that way man but like don't turn around and tell me i'm sorry uh, I don't feel that way anymore. It's like bullshit. Mm-hmm. I don't believe you. I just flat out don't believe him. Yeah. So when he says I'm sorry, I don't believe him. I believe that what he wants is to be back in the good graces of the company that he knows and loves, mm-hmm. and he's losing millions oh, of, of dollars not appearing on WWE TV. Right. And so that's what I think he wants. This motherfucker is showing up at like the, the, that fucking um, 
uh, uh, Hulk Hogan beach shop they made in Daytona or oh, whatever yeah, yeah. the fuck it is. Like, come on, man. Yeah, no. This dude is out here struggling. Yeah. He's for struggling. Sure. Yeah. He needs that WWE money. And he just got him in, uh, inducted. I was, I was about to say indicted. Inducted <laughs> into the uh, Boys and Girls Hall of Fame. And he had this speech. And he was talking about how everybody can learn from my mistakes, brother. Mm. Which I was like, yeah, okay. That's, yeah. Sure. T- teach children to learn from your mistakes. That is a good thing to tell people. Right. And then to turn around and be like, yeah, I misspoke. Like, again, <laughs> you didn't misspeak. Yeah. You got caught saying some shit that you truly Actually felt. Right. Yeah. That you felt in your heart. And that's, yeah, that's the thing that I can't, I just don't, I can't forgive that. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It is. I mean, and it and it's, you know, it's, it's something where your past defines you. And I guess it's like, how much should that weigh, right? And that mm-hmm. brings us to the, to what's going on recently with Spotify. Right. And with R. Kelly right. and Triple X Tentacion. Mm-hmm. Like, how much... Should your past mistakes, quote unquote, mm-hmm. uh, define who you are as a person, who you are as an artist, and how much people should uh, support you as an artist or mm-hmm. performer or not or celebrity or not? Right. Yeah. So with the Spotify thing, you know, if you haven't heard, uh, R. Kelly and Triple X Tentacion were basically made an example of by Spotify with their new hate speech policy or hate uh, hate policy I don't know something like that. yeah wherein their music wasn't removed from the website which is a common misconception like they weren't taken off the site mm-hmm. they were taken off of their curated playlists right which I guess is not an equivalent to being taken off the site but it's pretty close it's a, because no, those, it's, a it's a big deal yeah, because big deal. Those, that's how a lot of people discover new artists right they just listen to those playlists right. it's, it's advertising for the artist and they took them off like two very popular uh, playlists yeah one was like rap caviar and mm-hmm. i can't remember the other one but they're like the most popular hip-hop and r&b playlists. right and you know i actually just thought about this angle of it but with Spotify, that is kind of what makes it worth an artist being on there to begin with. It's getting on those playlists. It's getting on those playlists right. because they make pennies on the the dollar for every song that they have on there. Right. You know, like per stream or whatever. Then they're making nothing off that. Right. But if they get a new fan who's going to go out and see them in concert because of that, you know, they heard them on a playlist. That's a big deal. Which is amazing that that's a thing in 2018. That's a thing. Period. Mm-hmm. That. Cause it's true, like an artist or a, a, a you can you know gain fans from these fucking playlists. Yeah, absolutely. People I talk to who only listen to streaming services. Yeah, like don't even own pieces of music. They well, I have, only listen to that shit. I know I work with some people actually who listen specifically to Spotify. Yeah. Because they have apparently a really good algorithm for learning what you may like, and they have a like sort of just for you selection. Yeah, I'm always wondering why people stick with Spotify when you have Google Play and Apple Music. There's lots of other options out there, but I feel like Spotify has just become the big name in the game. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so uh, people gravitate towards those playlists. So if they're going to stop putting it on people's even like curated playlists that are like, this would be something you're interested in, that's a huge deal. I'm not sure if that's the, the case, but if it is, that's huge. Yeah, no, that that's <clears throat> that is a big deal, because uh, Spotify is like, you know, it's one of the big names in the business. I would say mm-hmm. that 
Google Play doesn't even compete on the no, level of Spotify no. and Apple Music. When I, I tell people that I I use Google Play to stream music, they look at me like I'm an alien. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, I feel like Title's respectable, Apple Music's respectable, and uh, Spotify. Spotify is the one, really. Yeah. No, I feel like Spotify's on top of that deck, and then yeah. the, the, it kind of cascades below there. Yeah. Um, with Pandora at the bottom because you know. Yeah, nobody fucks with Pandora. Garbage. So they were taking off these curated playlists because of their past indiscretions. And I say that not lightly because no. they neither one of them, to my knowledge, have been convicted of any crimes mm-hmm. currently as of the release of this podcast. Right. Have not been convicted of any crimes. That we know of. Right. And so a lot of people, you know, there was there was varying degrees of, of response to this. Uh, you know, the, 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 the fact that these two guys are in the zeitgeist right now because people are bringing them up and then uh, Spotify jumping on that, you know, pouncing on that opportunity to kind of bring attention to them and like, mm-hmm. hey, look, look, look at us. We're, we're do-gooders. We're striving for, for you guys and stuff. But a lot of people are now kind of uh, poking a hole in this and kind of bringing up the hypocrisy Um whether they're doing it intentionally or not remains to be seen. But now you've got groups like uh, Ultraviolet, which is a uh, a feminist advocacy group, mm-hmm. and they want Spotify to remove a number of other artists. Uh, and shout out to Rob for bringing this to our attention. Um, right. A number of other artists that they want removed from their curated playlist, uh, uh, including Eminem, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Eagles. Yeah. Um, there was so many. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of uh, Chris Brown, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Chris Brown is the only one that I'm like, yeah, if you absolutely. Want to. I mean, he was actually <laughs> committed of crime. He actually committed crimes. All right. Know? So, uh, just a, a short side note here. Um, according to Spin, uh, an article came out five months ago by Monique Melendez. Uh-huh. Uh TMT reports rapper Triple X Tentacion. Uh, was sent to jail Friday morning after prosecutors handed down seven felony charges related Whoa. to his 2016 domestic violence case. So he okay. was charged for his allegation. All right, that changes the narrative, right? A little bit with so. well, with respect to Tentacion, right? That was in 2017. So yeah, <clears throat> and let's not forget that he was like, I mean, he was beating up a pregnant chick, right? Yeah. Like, look, okay, so for, so for the record, I think I can speak for both of us in saying that we don't support either one of these artists personally. Whoa, that, don't, don't talk to me. Don't, 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 don't talk about, don't, talk, don't talk for don't you. Don't talk for me. Okay, fine. Yeah. I'll speak for, Whoa. well, I'm speaking for Adam and saying that he does support domestic violence. That's, thank I you. don't. Thank you. That's all I want. I don't support that. Uh, what I'm saying is okay. No, that's that's a joke. Everybody, please. Don't, <laughs> yeah, don't, you got it. Please you don't email me because <laughs> if they just splice, they just, just take that. I was then. letting it. I was letting it just fester there for just a minute. Just let it sizzle a little yeah, bit. A little bit yeah. let, them, let them know, like, hey, we can take it, right? But not that long. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I mean, we we don't. It's not like we're defending these guys as as artists that we support. I mean, Absolutely it's just you, you have to. You have to either point out the hypocrisy or you have to, you know, you have to hold these 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 industries and these companies to a higher standard. You, it, the entire thing for me is if you're in for an inch, you're in for a mile with this, right. this situation, right. with this situation, because it's too important of a situation for you to kind of like pussyfoot around and make it something about a good PR move. 
Because that's all this was, in my opinion, was Spotify going, you know what? This is a good opportunity for us to get on this trend, you know, this Me Too movement, mm-hmm. and make a statement about it. And that's where they fucked up. Yeah, yeah, because they, they dipped their toe without realizing how deep the pool was. Mm-hmm. And like you said, there are so many problematic artists in the history of music. It, it, music is full of full. problematic artists. You could, you could, I mean, you could literally just go down the list of every other artist and be like, yeah, well, there's yeah. something in their past. Art, art in general. Is, is yeah. full of problematic artists. Yeah. <laughs> like that's so that's a, for, a huge for you thing. to think that you are bold enough. I mean, the arrogance to think that you can police something like that. Right. Like again, if you want to be the company that upholds this standard, be that company, mm-hmm. but be it across the board. Yeah. And I, and you know they're not gonna do it because they have. I mean, they just. There's so much money to yeah. lose in, they, in trying to be uh, the hero. They weren't prepared. They weren't no. prepared for the endeavor that they accidentally ended up in. Right. So, yeah, I mean, like, if you're going to do it, know what you're doing. That's all I'm saying. Well, I just, I, I like the fact that people are calling them on their bullshit because it's not, like, like, you don't have to defend these artists to defend consistency and wanting them to be, you know, defend free speech and, and you know, not, I guess like artists and their artistry. Mm-hmm. Like I don't own any Triple X Tentacion records. I'm right. not a fan. And but is that is that because of what well, I was he's done? Say it, it is partly due to the fact that he is a piece of shit human okay. being, and so I just am not going to support him. Period. Right. Which it's, is what we're seeing a lot with Kanye. Yes. Now. A lot of people. A lot of people are turning on Mr. West because right. of his uh, supposed ideals. Yeah. You know, it's been well documented on this podcast that I am a Kanye West diehard. Mm-hmm. That, you know, I will go the distance for Mr. West. Right. You know, even though he doesn't even know me. <laughs> One day you will, Mr. West. One right. day you will. That's enough. No, but... um. Much to uh, the chagrin of of this drunk sports god, I'll talk about Kanye ad nauseum. I'll I'll talk about him all. This could become the Kanye West podcast. Yeah, he's not um, here, so you know <laughs> <laughs> we can do whatever we want. <laughs> Hashtag bitter. Mm. Hashtag passive aggression. Mm. Um, but with 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 respect to Kanye, like yeah, there are a lot of people who are turning on him because of his ideals, and I think that. You know, I think that they're kind of jumping the gun a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think that Kanye has come out with the kind of stuff that he was saying. I mean, he hasn't really said anything political in the past couple weeks now, yeah. which is smart. Yeah. Just keep your fucking mouth shut. And it's, you know, again, we could we could talk all day about this. You know, there's a lot of people who think he's doing it just as like a attention grabbing mm-hmm. kind of thing. And he yeah. knows exactly what he's doing, that this is performance art a la Andy Kaufman. Right. Uh, I, excuse me, I tend to believe that he just jumped the gun on coming out with this controversial opinion. I think he was like, yeah, this is crazy. People aren't going to be able to, mm-hmm. you know, they won't see this coming. If right, Kanye right. West comes out wearing a MAGA hat, it's going to fuck them up. It's going to yeah. make the world go crazy. And yeah. then when people are like, hey, man, um... Do you understand the politics of the person that you are supposedly supporting? 
nah, I just like the hat, man. <laughs> like, that's really how it feels to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, he met Trump, and Trump probably showed him a good time. Mm-hmm. And they were in the in that, you know, they had that meeting, and Trump was probably, like, super charming. And, like, you know, they have a similar personality of yeah. being obnoxious and, and, like, you know... They have the uh, the dragon spirit, right? Is that what it <laughs> or, is? Uh, dragon energy. Dragon energy. Dragon Excuse energy. me. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I think that's what happened. Like, you know, if you have a problematic friend, you're not just gonna shit on that friend, right? I mean, I mean, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Like, if you know, if I had a, a a friend a friend or a family member, I mean, shit, I have problematic family members like, friends and family members. yeah like i'm not and and i'm not going to i'm not gonna fucking excommunicate those people or you know right but i'm also not gonna come out and publicly be like this is my man's right here right how everything he says is truthful however however look at the stakes here i'm, I'm gonna act as the uh you know the rebuttal to this uh-huh. to your entire side of this which is look at the stakes that we're at right now so yeah. uh you're you're not i'm sorry i'm sorry you're not a world famous rapper yet, 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 and also your friends and family are not the leader of the free world. True, the, the problematic yet. leader of the the free world yet, yet, yet. Um, so you know, I understand. Like, I feel like I have the same understanding of what Kanye is doing as you do. Where it's what like he's trying to do what he's trying to do, what he intended to do, which is do what he's always done is be a lightning rod for controversy. That's his niche, right? right? He likes to do that. He likes to be the, uh, you know, the, kind of the odd man out who is going to say these controversial things that go against the grain, right? Which is what, you know, a lot of people have loved and hated him for in the past. But I feel like in the climate of politics today, Sorry, my chair is really noisy. Yeah, he made he made a calculated error in in that plan, which is he. I I feel he's just just a touch out of touch. Yes, with reality. Yes, to the point where he doesn't understand the stakes. He doesn't understand what saying "I love Donald Trump" means. Yes, today to people on the ground, not the millionaires, not the uh, you know socialites. But for real Americans, yeah, that's a uh, a line in the sand, and that is something that people, whether he meant it to or not, are going to use as a shield and are going to use as a sword. Mm. Mm. Good point for their own movements, you know. So he he again he just like Spotify had no idea what he was stepping into when right. he did that. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, no, that that I mean, that's a good point. Um, they they you have to you have to be careful, man. Like in 2018, you can't just you can't just say whatever you want and think like people aren't gonna call you on that shit. Right. Like back in the day, you could do shit like that. Mm-hmm. You could just say something and just let it kind of wash out and see what happens with it. You know, people would forget mostly because the internet wasn't as active as it is now. People yeah. could forget because it wasn't in their face 24-7. You know what I'm saying? Like, you do something crazy, then it becomes a meme, and now it's it's every it's every other Twitter post you see. Yeah. You know? Like, you fucking, you make a joke of yourself or like, I mean, like, well, what were we just talking about with the guy, with the, with the attorney? He's gone viral yeah. now, and now he's become a meme. Yeah. Everybody's talking about it. 
Yeah. Soon you will see video clips that get dubbed over and and all this like for better or for worse. You know, it keeps it in the public uh, sphere, mm-hmm. but it also kind of makes light of a serious thing. Same with fucking this is America and that fucking. Oh. Yeah. I I watched this video and I I actually retweeted it. Um, and it was a guy that I really that I've been a fan of since. I don't know, for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. This guy named Jay Smooth. Okay. He he makes these like, you know, two, three, four minute videos where he just kind of articulates a point about Internet commentator. Yeah, he is. Right. He's one, I mean, he was one of the, the, the I don't know if you call him one of the first, but definitely mm-hmm. one of like the... An early internet. An early, in, yes. And uh, so I've been a fan of this guy forever. Mm-hmm. And he had this really good point where he was just saying, you know, if you want to discuss these things, because people do, mm-hmm. you know, we're we're in the the era of discussing, dissecting, memeing, blah 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 on the right. internet. Like you know, something happens and we immediately go to Twitter or Instagram and talk yeah. about it. Instant reactions. So we're gonna talk about it. Yeah. You know, but the thing that you can do as the consumer and as the person who wants to feel like they can, you know, try to make a difference here, don't link to the people who are doing yeah. these things. Yeah, yeah. He's, he, he, uh, to quote him verbatim, don't link the, the, the line steppers. Don't link the line steppers. And yeah. that's a good point. It's like, yeah, you can talk about like a uh, homegirl who made this video. Like we mm-hmm. can talk about this right now and not put, post the link in, in, right. the, you know, right, right. in any of our stuff. And like, you can talk about it on, we can talk about it on Twitter. We can have a conversation. Well, like, you know, like fucking bond mm-hmm. what he said on Twitter with the tap <laughs> yeah. dancing thing. Like right. you knew, and I knew as soon right. as he said that he said, but why the tap dancing? Yeah. And we both knew what he was talking about and we can have a critical discussion about right. it without supporting her because that minimizes she, the impact. of right. it too. She lives her and people like her live and die by the controversy that they create. And that's how they monetize these things. Mm-hmm. So the entire outrage culture, they sit there and they fucking count their money and they laugh at people who are losing their shit over this. Yeah. And the people who are like, check, look at this bullshit. And as soon as you click that link, boom, money, money, it's, it's, money, It's money, over money. as soon as the news outlets get to it. Yeah. Because it's been headline news. Like they, I've seen this headline about... This uh, parody video, essentially, or yeah. reinterpretation, if you will. <sighs> if somebody calls it a reinterpretation, we might have to fight. Yeah. I might <laughs> have to fight that person. If somebody says that to me in person. Like, as, as it's, the just inter- a, it's just a reinterpretation. As the internet has said, the unseasoned <laughs> version uh, yeah, of This is America. Like, yeah. eh. It's it's just it's, it's too late at that point. At that point, like it has reached crescendo. It's it's not going to yeah. get bigger than that. Yeah. So well, like, and and <clears throat> but even with that, you know, if everybody made a concerted effort to go, nah. Not well, today. you know, it, it makes yourself blameless at that point. It makes you it, it's it makes you able to essentially go. You know what? I did not help this person yeah. gain more fame or gain more clicks yeah and more money essentially because at that point it's just like the people who know know and the people who don't maybe will go out and find it themselves maybe they will but maybe they won't you're not helping it yourself well and that's and that was really that was the crux of his point was like you can't stop people from doing their own independent research but you definitely can make it not as easy for them Mm -hmm. not as easy for her to, to gain those new followers and, yeah. and new listeners and new clicks and subscribers. and I, I think it's counterintuitive for people, though, nowadays. Because yeah. especially for somebody, people like us, I should say, who are, you know, 
creatures of the internet culture who yeah. are always trying to link as easily as possible to things that we are talking about. Make it as easy for your audience to find the thing that you are speaking about. Mm-hmm. That's the rule, right? Give right. give them one click. Any more than that, it, it's too hard. People are going to fall off. People are going to lose interest. You know, you don't want right. to have multiple links on links on links and pages on pages on pages. Make it as easy as possible. Yeah. But, you know, it works the opposite way too. If you don't want people to profit off of stuff that you find bad or hateful or, you know, racist or whatever, just don't put it out there. Yeah. I, you know, and that's actually a good point. Like maybe sh- people shouldn't be sharing as often, I guess these like videos of terrible things, like, I don't know, racist tirades and stuff. Yeah. And just talking about it and saying, look, this is what, this is what happened on yeah. this video. This guy went on a tirade because he, you know, was, I guess, upset that somebody was speaking Spanish in his presence. And that was enough yeah. for him to, to be upset. Well, I would say the, the counterpoint to that is like sometimes people do need to see stuff like that. So they realize that those kinds of things are still happening. Yeah. Like they need to see how horrifying some of these things can be. Yeah. That's like the war commentator stance of it is like, you need to see the carnage for yourself to understand. I I mean, I I subscribe to that, that belief system. I do think that in certain instances, people do need to see it because the more that they see it, I mean, obviously the more you see something, the more you get desensitized to it. But also if you're somebody who's never seen it before, you know, it's, it changes your perspective on things, you know? Well, you know, I, it, it, it's kind of hard because I definitely do side with that point of view. Yeah. I actually, I do think, despite what I just said, <laughs> I do think that people should be sharing videos like that. <clears throat> I'm just trying to think uh, in a different way about it because I know and I've seen, you know, it's probably a, just a very loud minority of people. Uh, but a lot of people, no matter what, even if they see the evidence there, they, let's say you watch the video of that attorney in New York in the fresh kitchen, you know, going off in this tirade and we have the context. We, we see exactly when, it, like from the start of it, from the start of the video, he's already upset. So, mm-hmm. okay. We don't know what happens before the video, but he's clearly talking about, you know, being upset because people are talking in a different, different language than what he speaks. Yeah. That's that's the entire crux of it. There's no way around that. That's exactly what the argument's about. And there will be people who will die on a hill saying, well, we don't have the full evidence here. We don't have the full story. So I'd like to know his side of it and, yeah. you know, understand why. Like, what did the other person, maybe the other person did something to antagonize him. Oh, it looks like their cameras were ready to get this footage. So maybe it was just a big setup. You know, it could be that. Didn't you think of that? Yeah. Like, so like, I, I feel like a lot of people, even if you show it to them, will just go, eh, that's bullshit. Just because they don't, they don't want to believe it. Well, though, I mean, and th- those are the kind of people you, I mean, you know, you can't reach everybody. And those are the kind of people who like, you just, I mean, what, how can you convince somebody who can look at video evidence and still go, well, I mean, we don't know the whole story. And it's like, what more story do you need? I don't know. And so that's what I'm saying. Like maybe the majority of people, Maybe the majority of even like, let's say MAGA hat wearing conservatives, yeah, uh, see that video and go, you know what, that guy crossed the line. He's kind of an asshole, you know. Like, yeah. 
maybe the majority of them see see that and say that, but just don't comment saying that. Yeah. Because you know, a lot of people, the majority of people, don't comment on stuff. They yeah. just they see something, they react, and they go on with their day. Yeah. So maybe that's what's happening, and just the few diehards who are like wackos are out there commenting. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I'd like to hope is happening. Yeah. But I'm just saying what I see visually on the internet is not that it is people dying on that hill of Mm -hmm. just like i i don't believe it yeah you know i need more evidence i need to see the the complete context i want the video from two hours before that guy got into the store (laughs) right you know like to to make sure that everything is exactly how this person uh, framed it well yeah and i I, you know i mean on the one hand with the way that these things happen nowadays like you could yeah. get 15 seconds of a video and go oh wow and then you get the whole video and you're like oh well that's actually what it's that bad. no it's that's the other side of this entire argument is that it's great to question everything you see question on the internet everything right question everything that's fine but to a point exactly <laughs> you need to be able to humble yourself and go okay this this looks like this is what happened yeah okay like in in what universe is it okay for him to say the things that he said regardless? Right. Period. Even, even if they said shitty stuff to him first, that would only mean that they were wrong too. Right. Not that he's right. Right. Nothing justifies what he said. Right. Nothing. Nothing can justify that. Right. Um, I mean, even if they were like, listen, even though I don't speak English, uh, just hold on a sec. Um. <laughs> I am illegal, and I'm also on welfare, and I'm taking your money, and I refuse to speak English to you, Right. just so you know. Let's return to our Spanish-only conversation, Right. and they go back into it. Like, even if they did that, he has no right to talk to human beings that way. Right. You know, like, it it just... Yeah, like, it doesn't justify that. You know, maybe, maybe some people think eye for an eye, but, you know, like, and, and again, like, this isn't me saying, like you know just fuck that guy like if they did say some shitty shit to him then they they need to be you know disciplined also right but again that doesn't change the fact that he said some pretty horrendous right. things even if he's the only one that was caught it doesn't change what he said right yeah so like you said like you be critical of everything that you see on the internet but to a point yeah. don't don't sit here and act as if you need the entire doctrine of everything in the history of everything to make an informed decision on something. Like, you don't need to read Mein Kampf to know that Hitler was a piece of shit, right? You would think. <laughs> Some people do. Right. No, yeah. No. Some people do. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, I'm so tired of these internet crusaders who are saying they're all about truth. Yeah. And that's all they're out for, you know. But only if it's the truth and the narrative that they want it to be right they hide behind that facade of i'm just looking for the truth man yeah i'm i'm a truther like i want i want only the honesty like the government's lying to you okay yeah probably but when you're only looking at the world from the view that you want it to be and you won't accept the possibility that it's not as simple as what it seems you won't even accept that as a possibility. You will never accept that as the, the easy answer, essentially, as possibly the truth. Yeah. 
you know, you're just as clueless as anyone else. Right. The people, the same people that you're criticizing, you are just as bad. Right. If not worse, because you're posing as somebody who knows the truth. Yeah. You're posing as somebody who's better than that. It, it, it infuriates me to see that. When it, yeah, and it's not, it's, it's not just that they're, it's not just the arrogance. It's the, it's the, the, um, just like the, the, the condes- condescension. Right. Like looking down on people like, Sheep. Sheep. Sheeple. Sheeple. Yeah. It's like you do you're doing the same thing. Red you're pill, watching bro. a video on fucking YouTube that's supposed to go down this rabbit hole that nobody else has ventured down, and you come out on the other side like, oh man, wow. Didn't know that. It's like right. you still and don't know I anything. believe it. Right. Because he said something counterculture. Right. I mean it just really kind of like explains the flat earther thing. It's not that there's evidence that the earth is flat. It's just that like they it's want It's just what NASA wants you to say, man. <laughs> they you just know? they just want to believe something different for whatever reason. They just want to believe Cuz it makes you special. Right. It makes you special. It makes you better than other yeah, people. It makes you different. It makes you stand out. Right. It's when a, you it's have a, that conversation with somebody and you're like, "Yeah, I mean, we don't know, man." Right. It's a, it's a culture like any other. Yeah. E- except this one in particular likes to look down on others. Is it a sphere, man? You don't. Have you ever been to outer space? Yeah. Dude, have have you, you seen it for yourself? Have you ever circumnavigated the fucking globe, man? I don't think you have. Because if you did, well, you just didn't because it can't, right? You would have fallen right off. You would have fallen off, man. There has to be like a reasonable explanation behind that, right? Like, behind what? Somebody, you know, people have presented two flat earthers that the the circumnavigation of the earth and they're they have to have a a quote logical or i should say not logical but coherent uh rebuttal to that well yeah i mean they they say that it's like you can't when you're in a plane for instance they say you can't really see yourself going around the globe so therefore, so what do they say that you're so just you're going you're on like you're a flat surface, straight? Yeah, straight. You're going straight across. So what happens when you? I mean, what if you go too far? <laughs> well, what if you just keep going east? Like if you were in China and you just kept going east? Oh, people don't do that. So <laughs> that's just that's the explanation. Well, they just don't do that. Yeah, I mean, like no flat earther has done that. Right, has taken a a full. You know, plane ride from, let's say, uh, Zimbabwe all the way around the world back to Zimbabwe. Yeah. Like this, that's not happened. Yeah, I don't think that's happened. And even if so, I guarantee you, there's going to be an excuse. They're yeah. going to say, you know, we actually made a turn and didn't, I didn't notice it mm-hmm. or something. You know what I mean? Like, it, there's going to be some explanation. Yeah. Well, they would be like, if I fall asleep, when right when I fall asleep, they're going to turn around. Like, right. Well, yeah, because this person had to be awake for, like hours upon end to get around the world uh there was i mean but there's been multiple there's been multiple scientists who have put out like uh challenges like thousand dollar challenges where like if you can prove that the earth is flat i'll give you ten thousand dollars yeah and nobody's been able to well i mean that's obviously because the scientists are you know nasa frauds right would never never take any true evidence they are full of shit right and we didn't land on the moon either. No, of course not. Fucking yeah. sheeps. You know, I would gladly accept 
somebody who said that the lunar landing was fake nowadays like that seems so mild mm-hmm. i will i'll take that any day yes right. tell me that the lunar landing was fake i'll take it please thank you uh, that, like that's fine yeah. <clears throat> believe that believe that all you want it's, you know, it's honestly cute at this point you know there's a uh, there's a belief that there's like uh, a hidden society in the core of the earth have you ever heard this one are they mole people Mm-mm. no they're the most advanced society uh, in the universe, and oh. that's where we get like all of our technology and shit from. Is the fucking oh. people? So they they took the uh, like ancient aliens belief and brought it inside Earth. And they just shoved it into yeah into the core. Uh huh. But then where's the molten core? There is no molten core. How are there volcanoes? <laughs> got me there. I don't know. I guess I have to do more research on it. Okay. I don't know. Uh. But as far as I know, well, as far as the the the, the, the small amount of research that I did on this was that, the Wikipedia uh, search. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's kind of well. There is a Wikipedia. Well, there's like a um. There's this general. Uh, I forgot his fucking name. Like um, a, a military general. Like a real military general. U.S. Yes. Okay. And he he's like one of the uh, he's a fucking hero man. He's a fucking one of the he's actually pretty fucking famous. And the hmm. fact that I can't remember his name. Anyway, he was like a like a four star general. Got the Medal of Honor twice. Nice. He's like an like insane. I know people could like, do that. He's like the like an MVP of the military. All right. Like four time MVP of the military. That's cool. Dude was the shit. Um, they say that he has a lost journal in which he explains. Not really. He doesn't explain, but he he goes into detail about his journeys to the center of the earth. Okay. Yeah, and that there's yeah. There's like this whole advanced society down there and all this shit. So, dude, people are just, they're just coming up with anything now. People are fucking, bored. Yeah, people they're just are bored. bored and they're just coming up with anything, man. That's fine. I mean, just make it fanfic, though. It's fine until people start to run with it. And then yeah. you get other people running with it. And then That's you what get I'm saying. Like, these, these kinds of conversations where we have to actually tell people that the earth is not flat. You know, that's, there's been a realization the older I've gotten. And it's been that people yeah, want. You are old. Yeah, shut up. It's not even my birthday yet. Um, people want magic to be real. Yeah. And it's understandable. Like once you, like, there's a death in your life when you come to realize that fantasy is not true. Yeah. In a realistic <clears throat> sense, you know, fantasy obviously lends itself to lots of universal truths about humanity and life and but fantasy but fantasy dragons and you know magic and all that kind of stuff is not real so that leaves a void sorry kids sorry yeah um but that that leaves a void from the moment you realize that for the rest of your life Mm -hmm. until you find something else to fill that void you know so some people just accept it and you know move on and Realize that other things can fulfill you in other ways. You know, there's, there is uh, quote unquote real magic in this world where, you know, like you can see a beautiful sunset with somebody you love, you know, like that, that's, that's beautiful. It's great. It feels great. Um, some people fall into drugs because that's something magic. There you go. So like, yeah, you know, you, you fall into drugs and you, you start seeing stuff and feeling funky and, taking these potions you yeah. know? um so that's another way of coping with it and i feel like other people choose to go into this other th- other side of things which is to 
you know, be a flat earther mm. or to, you know, go into the JFK conspiracy a lot. Yeah. Or, or people just need something to hold on to. Some, just something to buy the time yeah. while they're alive, you know, because yeah. there's a lot of downtime in life generally, yeah. you know, it can't all be work. It can't all be sleep. It's like there's there's going to be even the most productive people. There's going to be some downtime where you're like, I got to fill a void with something. Right. right. So some right. people do that with religion. Other people do it with, I don't know, getting super into video games, for instance. Yeah. That's a fantasy world, right? That's where <laughs> that's where magic exists. Are you saying flat earthers need to play believe? more video games? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> do you are you saying that flat earthers believe in flat Earth only as a hobby? Essentially, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, they won't ever tell you that. They'll they'll say that they believe this for real, and you know, for all I know, they do. God bless you. you. You think that for real. But I think it is similar to people who are super into, you know, religion, for instance. That yeah. They just, they hold on to this thing so tightly because it's so precious to them because it means so much to them. You know, they don't want to believe that magic isn't real. They don't want to believe that the earth isn't flat because mm -hmm. then they're normal. Like then they have to give it up and they have to become a normal part of society again. They're not special. They're, they don't, they're not in on the secret that yeah. only a certain amount of people are. They're no longer part of this community that, you know, feels like outcasts and bands together tightly because of that. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's like people just want to feel special. They want to feel like they're part of something. And on top of that, they want to feel like there's something bigger than this. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very human thing. It's like, this isn't enough. We need more. Yeah. We need something more. Something greater than ourselves. Yeah. And I feel like for a lot of people, flat earth is. Yeah, or just, yeah, just standing out. Anything. Anything. Yeah. You know, choosing to be a goth or something in high school. You know, like any any sort of thing that differentiates yourself, that makes you feel special and like a unique human on this earth yeah. that you can provide a unique perspective on something like that's enough to get people by. Yeah. So uh, people cling to stuff like that. Yeah. Then some people need it. And, and you know, you know, far be it for me to judge those people right. who need those things. Uh, again, it's only when it becomes too powerful that we actually have to have public discourse on, yeah, you know the flat the earth's not flat. Well, I mean the second that they start saying that you need to change the science books to say that the earth is actually flat or not conclusively a, you know, sphere. Yeah. is when I go okay. Too much. Right. Too much. The same thing with religion. Yeah. Same thing with religion. The second that uh, you know Christianity comes down on my uh, you know, uh, biology books saying that Everything came from God yeah. as opposed to, you know, including at least including the theory of evolution. Yeah. You know, like that's that's the second I'm like, OK, this is gone too far. Right. You're encroaching on something that humanity has studied. Yeah. And, you know, observed. People think of theory as being this really loosey goosey term when it's not. Yeah. There's lots of testing that has to go on to make something even a theory right well and that's the thing about you know people who disparage science it's like yeah well 
you know, it's we don't know for sure. Yeah, it's like, well, I mean, yeah, we never know anything for sure. Right. That's the point of anything is that we don't right. know anything for sure. But, you know, there are things that um, like uh, like Ricky Gervais, he makes a really good point. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had this this uh, this famous um, argument with uh, Stephen Colbert on the, the Late Show where, you know, he said that the Bible was written by men and it was interpreted by men right right and if you lost every copy of the bible then you'd have to start coming up with new versions and mm-hmm. things would change and things would get misinterpreted and then you'd have a different story after a while potentially right, right. but with science if you lost every science book ever created and then you just started testing things again you'd come up with the same results right because that's the point Modern, anyway. Yeah. Modern science. Well, just things like, you know, like measuring temperature and the fact that Inertia. the Earth is a sphere. Right. <laughs> right. And observing stars and, right. you know, uh, the, the theory the, of relativity right. and, and inertia. and right. like just Ob- Observable space Observable and time. Right. phenomena. Right. These things would happen again and again and again and again. Mm-hmm. And we would test them. If we tested, if we use the same test from now to a thousand years from now, we'd get the same results. Right. Because that's science. And if we don't get the same results, then that's a new discovery. Mm-hmm. Which is still science. Which is still science. Right. So, you know, that's pretty much the point of like, and that's the reason why like, you know, you can, you can disparage it all you want, but like, it is what it is, man. Yeah. You know? My question is, how do we get here? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I have no fucking clue. Wirebacher. Jesus Christ. Oh, God. What have, have you done? Go back in time. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking A, man. Well, we ended up in a good spot. That's right. That's what I feel. Cheers. Here it is. What did you think of this Wirebacher? I thought it was great. Yeah. That's really good. Well, you tell me about it. Um. Yeah, no, it has just... Uh, it's not overpoweringly bitter, um, but it definitely has a strong IPA taste, as you would expect with a double. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I like as a very traditional, no frills um, IPA flavor, just kind of on max, I would say. Um, it is a bit stronger. But again, I don't feel like you're getting a lot of the alcohol flavor within it that kind of goes up your nose and stuff like that, like some of the uh, the stronger stouts do. Right. Um, I mean, not overly complex, but like just a good no frills kind of hitch in the good IPA. So for this one, I'm going to give it a 4.75. All right. Uh, I'm going to give it a four and a half. I agree with everything you said. Uh, it is very, very uh, no frills, simple to the point, nothing crazy. You're not getting any like weird, you know, here's passion fruit and guava. Right. And all this. What you don't need all the time. Yeah. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes. Uh, yeah. Look at the can. It, it's exactly as the can shows. Yeah. It's yeah. no frills. It's just a plain old, plain Jane. That is what it is. Yeah. I mean, literally against like a fence yeah it's just, just wood and and hops yeah. that's all you're getting 
It's just you're just drinking wooden hops, right? Which is fine. <clears throat> Sometimes you just need, you know, back to the basics. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I guess I guess my only thing is like uh, at the, at this stage in the craft beer game, who's making just like simple, like, hey, here's uh, here's just some some Simcoe uh, IPA. Not many people, right? Yeah. What I mean. I personally think there is space for a brewery to do that. Right. I was just about to say there is a sphere there. There is a thing. There that is a There's a, a flat earth there. There is a flat earth. There <laughs> where you can get in right there. Uh uh brewing companies, you know, leave a little room for Jesus and leave a little room for yeah. just some simple I think I think brewing companies need to always have like their their line of like, you know, this is our our original flavor, just right. like our stouts, our porters, mm-hmm. our you know this, that, and the other thing. Yeah, I feel like Cigar City does a good job of that. They do. Yes, yeah. they I have agree. their main line, but then they also experiment with yes. their specialty brews. And they and Cigar City does a really good job of making you remember, like you know, they've got clever names, they've mm-hmm. got clever marketing. Right. The labels look really cool. Just updated like they, their entire yeah branding. And it looks really dope, and like right. it's just like a cool thing where you like. You know, you remember the name of the shit that you're into, and it's it's you know some some shit like the Florida Lager mm-hmm. is the Florida Lager. That's easy. Maduro, fucking Highlight is the big one. Like you just mm-hmm. remember these things. It's just it's smart. It's smart. They don't yeah. they don't make it too crazy, but they also keep it clever enough that you don't forget it. Right. Right. This, I guess, in that vein, just calling it what it is, not mm-hmm. very clever. No, no, <laughs> you're not really, you know. It's not really drawing any attention. You're not really drawing the eye either, other than the fact that it's a nine percent mm-hmm. IPA, which uh, <laughs> titty <laughs> But four point five for myself, mm-hmm. and a four point seven five for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. This has been the One Baron Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer. Like, share, and subscribe. And have a beautiful evening. And the earth is not flat. It's round. That's what you would say. It's on an axis. NASA shill. <laughs> if I'm going to be a shill for anybody, it's, it's going to be NASA. Fucking NASA. Just for their jackets. Yeah, man. You I, love, I love NASA's branding. Bombers are NASA's incredible. branding since they first began has been the coolest been the best. shit ever. The, best. the simple yet satisfying.